0: Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash, Susie. So what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past.
1: Monster. Hi, sisters.
0: I did it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's on Your Feed. My name is Henny Soy, and I'm on Wadjak Land.
1: And I'm Rose Confetti. I'm on Gadigal Land.
0: What's on your feed is all about social media. We take the best bits, the worst bits, the wackiest bits, everything you can think of and serve it up to you whether you want to hear about it or not.
1: (laughs) And we will even go to the lengths of finding the things you wish you never heard. But that's just part of the fun. We're going to bring it to you anyway. On today's show, we're looking at, honestly, I think we've got a bumper episode. We've got so much to talk about. I've got some mini news that I need to bring Henny and surprise her with. I have a Trisha Paytas baby update. We're going to look at how to pay off your student debts on TikTok. Daniel Howells, aka Dan is not on fires, return to YouTube and political parties using memes. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, but first, Hetty, you've insisted you've got a game that we can all play along with at home.
0: Yes. So everyone get your phones out. That includes you, Rose. Yeah. Now I discovered this today. I might be behind, but I feel like (laughs) I'm not. So go and open Instagram. Yeah. And head to your own page. Yep. Now, do you see the three lines in the right hand corner? Yes. Okay. Tap on that and go to your activity. Let's check out interactions. Now I want you to go to likes, sort and filter, Whoa. and hit sort by, oldest to newest, apply, and I want to know what was the first photo you ever liked oh! on Instagram.
1: Oh, my God, this is so fun. What the actual heck is that? I just need to know <laughs> all the pictures have the most intense filter. Filters, yes. And they're all like collages. So, what's the first oh, one? The first picture is a picture from my friend who actually just came to Sydney. So, I get to see her soon. I'm going to have to tell her it's hers. It is like paintings in an art gallery at the Bunbury Regional Art Gallery.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. Would you like to know what mine is? Yes. Mine is not Tell me, as tell, me cute. tell me, tell me. Mine is also a collage of three photos. Of Kim Kardashian trying to take a (laughs) selfie with an elephant, and the elephant's (gasps) trunk tries to hit Kim, and it's her running away.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I need you to put that on our Instagram right now. I will. I will. I can't believe it's still up.
0: Please go check it out on your own Instagrams and let us know if you've got a funny photo or even just a cute photo. Yeah. And I'll post the one that I'm talking about.
1: Okay. Rose, give me your mini newses. (laughs) Okay. I am so excited about this. You know I love Crocs.
0: Yes. You've actually made me a convert. I want some now. Yes.
1: Well, (laughs) I might have the time for you because Crocs are doing a collab with one of my favourite clothing brands of all time, Lazy Oaf. Oh, I know Lazy Oaf. Yes. They're kind of popular for honestly kind of – ugly cool clothes I think it's a perfect Mm. collaboration they previously have done a lot of collaborations with Doc Martens and Melissa's my other favorite shoes and I will be racing to buy these and my second news is the most unexpected account I've ever found on TikTok I was scrolling this morning doing a last minute check before the record Teletubbies have a TikTok account
0: (gasps) (laughs) I'm a big Teletubbies fan their Twitter pops off. I cannot wait to see what their TikTok is. They even posted a photo of Poe at the Met Gala.
1: That's incredible. <laughs> they were recently on top of the Empire State Building, and it's Aww. like that. I actually screenshot one of the captions because it made me laugh so <laughs> hard. I don't know who does their social media, but the comment said, "Solo time. Poe left no tubby toasty crumbs." <laughs> <laughs> Aww. It's just so good. So po check out is your favorite. Oh yeah! And then finally, my third news, which is less of a news and more of a segment, is of course I watched a forty-minute Trisha Paytas baby update, so you didn't have to, Henny. Um, mm, thank you for your intense. service. Ah, oh, it's God's work, truly. Um, basically, if you do not know who Trisha Paytas is, I copy and pasted her Wikipedia description. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha K. Patas is an American YouTuber and singer. Patas's primary YouTube channel, which I don't know how to pronounce even to this day, consists of a wide variety of content, including lifestyle-oriented vlogs, music videos, and mukbangs, which is where you eat on camera. Now, I would describe her as just real-life reality TV if the person in the reality TV was filming themselves. Yeah, I think that's an accurate description. She is nowadays most known for her drama, picking fights with every single person, being offensive to absolutely every group on this earth, Um, and also she's really big on OnlyFans. Now, the reason people care about Trisha so much is because no matter how many times she's cancelled, you just cannot keep her down. She is painful to watch. She almost never edits her videos, and most recently, (laughs) she's five months pregnant, and my notes here say, baby is about the weight of two cookies. (laughs)
0: I love the measurement of using food.
1: Yeah, me too. Next time I hold
0: two cookies, I'm going to be like, this was Trisha's baby at five months.
1: Exactly. (laughs) In true Trisha fashion, she's been putting out a lot of content about being pregnant, completely unedited. She put her whole 15-minute doctor's appointment, including the ultrasound, in the video. But what's kind of more interesting is that she's changed one of her side channels to be a family channel. She has, on
0: multiple occasions, shut down family channels Oh, of course. In rants and stuff and said how they exploit their children and stuff. Yep. So what is this, Tricia? How is
1: this going to be different? I completely agree.
0: Well, thank you, Rose. Um, I'm not sure what to do with this information.
1: <laughs> I was watching it on the TV. My partner heard five seconds of Tricia mm. speaking and said, can you please wear headphones? <laughs> <laughs> now, Henny, I need you to tell me how to pay off my student debt using TikTok?
0: Well, first of all, you have to have a talent, um, which is the area where I'm struggling with. (laughs) Or not. I don't know. Some people have used um, interesting um, talents to say with their body. (laughs) Yeah, assets. There we go. um, To pay off their loans. But what I'm going to talk about today is An American TikToker called Princess Sketch. And on the 12th of April, she posted a video on TikTok explaining how she's going to pay off her student loan, which is around $13,000. So she's done a good job of paying it down so far. And she'll be paying that with money she makes through TikTok Roses. What if I could pay off the remaining balance of my student loan debt using only TikTok Roses? When I graduated from college in 2013, I had about $53,000 in student debt. About a decade later, my balance is $13,484.58. My balance has been sitting at that number since the beginning of pandemic. So how many roses is that? 2,696,916. So you can buy roses and in Australia the roses are the equivalent of like 70 cents each but you have to okay. buy them in like a pack, kind of like a game, you know, when you'd need to buy get coins for a game. Yeah. In return for her getting the roses, she was going to make, um, you know, Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah. Um, she has a tiny little Etch-a-Sketch and she was going to create little pictures for people on TikTok Live. So this is what I mean, like she's got an actual talent that she's exchanging for TikTok roses. So she'd make little pictures for people and they would send her roses and she managed to get all two plus million roses that she needed to pay off her 13K student loan debt within 30 days.
1: That is insane. That is incredible. Also, just making art on a little etch sketch very cool talent.
0: Yeah, you'd have to be so precise and I don't even know where to start with that. I kind of want to buy one now to try it out. (laughs) But I was wondering how far you would go to pay off your student loans because obviously it's different to America. We have HEX, we've got a system for it. But if you were in America, would you be doing something like this? I mean, you what
1: if you could, wouldn't you? Especially in America when the debt is so serious. Mm. Would I do it? Really think about it. You know what? I wouldn't rule it out.
0: It also feels a little bit dystopian to me. Oh, this is just veering on like a Black Mirror episode, but then again, our entire lives since 2019 have morphed into
1: a Black Mirror episode. (laughs) A hundred percent.
0: So I'm very happy for this um princess sketch. She's done an amazing job. And yeah, you can go and see her full progress on her TikTok. She's made it into a playlist. Very handy. So for people who are around 2014 YouTube era, I feel like there was a group of people, large group of people, who loved (laughs) (laughs) this duo called Dan and Phil. Now, I never really got into them, but I was definitely aware of them, and you've got an update on one Um, of them, Rose.
1: Yes, so as you said, Dan and Phil were absolutely huge. So if you can't quite remember, there was this channel called Dan Is Not On Fire, and that now is Daniel Howell. And honestly, for the last few years, we've barely heard from him, right, despite being this hugely famous YouTuber. So going back a few steps, he was one of the OG British YouTubers, made videos with his best friend, Phil. They got so popular, especially around 2014 when like Zoella was really popular. (laughs) They had radio shows, TV appearances, a world tour that I literally went and saw. I saw their show in person oh in gosh. Perth. <laughs> and it was, I distinctly remember going because as I went in, the ticketing lady said, Aren't you a bit old for this? <gasps> <gasps> rude. So
0: rude. Oh, while we're confessing, I went to a Miranda Sings concert and oh, I don't want to talk about it.
1: Amazing. No, no I'm it up cut at some it. point. <laughs> But that was exactly the time, right? That's when YouTubers were like currency. They were so, 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 so popular. Dan disappeared pretty much off the face of the internet at a certain point. We all assumed it was from burnout. It made a lot of sense and reappeared a couple of years later, which now was two years ago, to make one video and it was I'm gay. So it was this coming out video. Got over 10 million views. I think it's at 12 million views now. And we were all like, oh, my God, cool. Dan's back. (laughs) <laughs> we got our boy back, and he is going to be more authentic than ever. He then disappeared for two years, and this video that came out this morning is the first thing we've heard from him.
0: Hello, internet.
1: Look who remembered his
0: bloody password. Right, I've got a white piece of paper behind me, and a comfortable red chair and an agenda. Let's do this. Being a YouTuber, the 21st century dream.
1: So this video came out and it said why I quit YouTube. Now, if there's one thing I love about YouTubers is when they go hard on the people that wronged them in their career. And this video was a great example. It was an hour and a half long. (laughs) I watched the entire thing. And (laughs) that's a movie. (laughs) It was literally a movie. It was a takedown of YouTube originals. Oh, wow. What's YouTube Originals? Well, it's dead now. Fun facts, which I found out at the end of the video. I didn't realize. So YouTube Originals was briefly YouTube tried to put on YouTube Red and it was like paid oh. content. And YouTube Originals was the next iteration where YouTube was trying to compete with like Netflix by putting out original TV shows. And so Dan admits in the video that his next stage after doing YouTube was that he wanted to direct and film TV shows. He was dragged through the mud. So he was like constantly going back and forth with the YouTube originals where they'd say, Yup, we'll give you the deal. You can make the show. We just need you to like appear on our pride show. We just need you to do this corporate event. We just need you to do this. And then when he'd follow up on it, they'd cancel. And so he went to town. This video is so worth watching if you watched YouTube in, like, 2014. It gives a really big insight into what fame was really like and how Mm. they make money and what was actually going on behind the scenes. And then it caught us up on the last few years where he was basically being used as, like, a front for YouTube originals, but then they were, like, just denying and denying and denying his actual projects. Unfortunately... (laughs) It does go full YouTuber where at the oh. end of the video he then announces world tour. But
0: why? Okay, that's <laughs> annoying. He's been gone for two years. What could he possibly have to add now?
1: I think some of it will be a money grab. I personally, <laughs> I'm going to fucking buy into it. I love him. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you have better things to spend
1: your money on. Now, Henny. Back in the real world, back off the YouTuber world, I need you to update me on something you described as extremely cringe, a political meme update.
0: Oh, Rhodes, we've got about two and a half weeks left at the time of recording of the Australian 2022 election campaign mm-hmm. and I have started to see political parties, predominantly the Greens, Labor, Liberals, make memes Specifically, uh, TikTok memes? Uh, and no, the answer's no from me. <laughs> so my feelings towards this whole concept of them using memes and TikTok jokes as a way of getting younger people on board started to turn a little sour after I saw Leader of the Greens, Adam Bandt, um, post a video of him and the text on the screen said pretty excited for our newest screens candidate the music underneath is the material girl audio with the (laughs) macarena so who is this new candidate yeah it's none other than shrek wearing latex twerking over parliament house (gasps) you cannot make this shit up (laughs) what is that
1: (laughs) which intern which intern said Adam, Adam, I've got an idea. I need Did
0: you. Did Adam see the end video and give the Literally. approval for this?
1: Who was agreeing to this? And who was letting Shrek in parliament? <laughs> <laughs>
0: look if Shrek was running that would be another conversation but then labor decided to jump on as well and they have used a clip of gina from the real housewives okay. essentially um shutting down scott morrison and the way he's contradicted himself on electric cars i don't understand a friend
1: who says one thing to your face. Bill Shorten wants to end the weekend when it comes to his policy on electric vehicles. And then turns around and tells the girls something else.
0: How can you honestly spruik electric vehicles
1: when you campaigned against them in the last election? But
0: I didn't. I've had enough. I've actually had enough. Authorised by P. Erickson, ALP Canberra.
1: I'm on board.
0: You like the meme? I think I... Okay.
1: Okay, It's a little bit more
0: refined than the twerking Shrek.
1: I think I like it because I know whoever made it would be like, I'm so glad I'm using my unique skills for this job, mm. <laughs> my knowledge of Real Housewives. It works. It it makes a point. It's better than the Shrek video. Okay. Do I like that they made it? No.
0: So the way that I feel about it is if I had seen any of these TikToks not posted through the official party pages, these are ah, all verified yes. pages, yes. yes, I would say that is funny. Yes.
1: You're I like
0: correct. that. However, mm. I really think it is a low ball move from political parties to try and, I guess, connect with younger voters in this medium. Yeah. I feel like they're acting as if we can't connect to larger issues on a more intellectual level.
1: It's very hello, fellow kids.
0: Because the Liberals have an account as well. All their videos are just targeting Anthony Albanese. And it's the same with Labor. They just shit on ScoMo. That's just the way they do it. They don't, you know, try and add anything about specific election issues. It's just pointing out someone's stumble or someone contradicts
1: themselves. I'm torn because on one hand, I completely agree. I'm like, yes, it's lazy. And I also just like... I don't know, I'm scrolling through TikTok for fun not to receive political messaging. But I agree with you, it would have been funny if it was just someone's video that they just made. Mm. I uh, I like, if I had to be served political messaging, I would much rather receive that TikTok than one of the YouTube pre-rolls that are like, Scott Morrison's killing babies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I just, I prefer it but I just don't understand why all political messaging and advertising sucks so bad. Why is it Mm. only fear campaign or silly meme?
0: So to wrap up, I want to give you their follower and like stats.
1: Who's at the top of the pyramid?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Liberals are not at the top by far. They have less than 2,000 followers and around 21,000 likes. The Mm, Greens have 15,500 followers and 200,000 likes. Mm -hmm. Labour has 76,000 followers and 1.6 million likes. Wow. So if the likes and followers are anything to go off, I think Labor must be winning in the quality of TikToks, TikTok memes. I believe The Real Housewives is a testament to that. Yes. On that note, I think I'm gonna go scroll TikTok a little bit more. So thank you for listening yes. today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, you need to go do your homework. Go and look at everything we've spoken about on our
1: Instagram, okay? Yes, we have an Instagram. It's called What's On Your Feed Pod. Super easy to find. Thank you to everyone who's been following. And thank
0: you to everyone who's given us such nice feedback on the first episode. We really appreciate it
1: it's literally so nice and if you want to give us even more feedback if you like really love us you can jump in your podcast app and give us a review the reason why this works i was explaining this to someone the other day is because if you give us five star reviews and interact with the podcast it'll get put on like lists and stuff that podcast apps curate and then other people can find us and we can grow and then we can have more followers than the liberal party on tiktok (laughs)
0: that should be our goal okay (laughs) help us get to our goal goal. (laughs) we'll chat to you next time bye